The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Hey, we are live. All Welcome right. to Twitch, everybody. <laughs> this week in Child Free, my name is Lenora Fay. I am one of the co-founders of Child Free Media. And I'm Cody Hetzel, um, the other co-founder of Child Free Media. And we thought this might be a fun little segment to start and uh, start trying and just take a look at like what's kind of going on out in the the sphere of the world of, of what what people are talking about within the child free space what people are talking about the child free space from the outside looking in and this maybe covers some topics and stories that uh, are out there maybe you've read them maybe you haven't um but just kind of seeing what's out there then i don't know we'll see what happens we we don't prepare this ahead of time no Cody. this is, this is okay, totally all, blind <laughs> <laughs> we, we just skimmed a few but we really don't know what these articles say so first of all how, how are you finding these pieces that we're going to be talking about so I, I just uh, setting up some basic Google alerts so anyone can do that to set up an alert for like child free or whatever and see what it filters through. And, you know, there's some hit and misses depending on um, how the word child free is used and defined, whether it's spaced or if it's talking about, um, you know, child free from empty nesters point of view, which isn't something that I would necessarily want to cover. But uh, yeah, Lenore is exactly right. We have not. Uh, really gone through any of these i just saw the headlines and thought they looked interesting so we snagged them um and this is live if you're watching this after the 21st of december then this is going to be uh, uh pre-recorded and archived or in podcast form so we'll do our best to summarize what the article says and give basically like a, a like our live raw review of what it's talking about because <laughs> that that could be fun too so uh, if you're tuning in live you can join us in chat you can put a comment out there and um, it's just Lenore and I tonight. So, uh, we'll do our best to pay attention to the comment section mm -hmm. and, uh, if, if add to it. Yeah. If, if there's uh, something that you want to add, we're here for it. So, um, all right. So <laughs> should we with get started? No further ado, let's give this, let's give this a go. So, uh, first one I found it is on, uh, abc.net.au. So this is from Australia. Uh, ABC every day, how climate change is impacting people's decision to have kids in different ways. Um, so and this is my, by Kelly Scott. Okay. Just based on the title alone, this is always an interesting discussion because I think we've said it in previous conversations. If people are choosing not to have kids due to climate change, is that child free by circumstance? I'm just going to start with something controversial. I mean, listen, yeah, let's right dive now. in with that. Um, well, I mean, but it's still a choice. You're still choosing it to is. not have the child. And so um, it, I guess it depends on what level of like child-free gatekeeping someone wants to have. Whereas right. you, you must be basically unable to have a kid by choice, basically um, sterilized. You've, you've chosen sterilization for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um and that might be their definition. So they may not accept someone who says, well, I don't do it for, you know, uh, the, the climate change or for financial reasons or whatever, because right. that is, uh, I guess, maybe an a, a well, exterior motive. Yeah, yeah circumstantial. Yeah, because so. if the climate were fine, would you have kids? And and that's not my still no, but yeah, that yeah. I guess this article wouldn't exist, I guess. But yeah, that's a, that's a, a great question to right? look at. Okay, <laughs> Let, let's start off. Let's start off by like nitpicking things. Uh, all right. So what is what's the summary? Okay, we're we're all just right. gonna summarize the article. And I, I have another screen over here, so sorry if I'm not looking at the the screen okay. of the camera. But uh, you have to make so eye contact at all times. I'm just gonna maybe give some synopsis because I I don't want to read the whole thing because no. nobody wants to hear me do that. Um, so basically, it's uh. uh Australia's fertility rate is falling as it is in a lot of uh, countries around the world. Uh, one of the many reasons people are choosing to have fewer children or none at all is the concern for climate change. Um, and what they did here is, I guess they interviewed a couple of people about how the uh, potential future of the climate has influenced their decision. So we have mm -hmm. someone named uh, Jonathan um, and uh, well, this is uh, 
withheld their names. Jonathan. <laughs> we never uh, felt the strong biological urge to have children. Okay. Um, it was environmental <laughs> concerns that really cemented. See, this this is interesting. Okay, sorry, I should read. Yeah, some yeah, people no, in the way go ahead. Talking. It was a, it was environmental concerns that really cemented his decision to remain child free. So just basically on what I said before, without reading it further, it's it's you know some of us and this is my experience never felt the pull to motherhood or parenthood, right? And then things happen throughout the course of one's life, circumstances you know beyond our control. It's kind of like oh yeah, this is the final nail on the pronatalist coffin like mm -hmm. i don't want to yeah. go down this route right yeah well it, it, i guess in one way it like it says cements uh the decision in the his his words there um but yeah he was already at the state where he didn't really feel like he wanted to be a dad uh mm -hmm. so it, he maybe he needed another reason as well to, right. to like to basically come out as child free and say hey look i'm child free not only for myself but for others as well, mm -hmm. for the environment, for the kids that will exist in the future. You're welcome that my kid isn't there as well. Um, but I don't know. Again, I haven't really read this. So, um, but that great pickup there. Um, so, and well, just to take a step back, climate change is one of those topics where, you know, you've got people who um, believe in climate change and people who don't believe in climate right. change. So right. that could totally like, invalidate someone's reason to not have kids if someone's like mm -hmm. well climate change isn't really happening or it's naturally occurring the way it's supposed to or whatever yeah. whatever's out there whatever you know uh argument they want to give you on you know you should have kids don't let climate change stop you i guess would be the take right of that individual right. um they also but, use that in the finance department i mean sorry not the finance department but for financial reasons it doesn't matter if you don't have any money have kids anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the well, way i think I feel like I should clarify that um, we we're we're not gatekeeping like any reason like you don't want to have for anyone listening or watching any reason you don't want to have kids is fine. <laughs> yeah. No, oh yeah. We're, <laughs> we're, we're just, that. Th this is just stuff we pulled off the internet <laughs> and we're just reacting to it. Uh, mm -hmm. And so anyway, um, so let's see the latest climate the latest climate of the nation report shows Australians have become more worried about the effects of climate change with 75% of respondents concerned about the impact. And that number is higher to 84% amongst the 25 to 34 year olds. So um, people are concerned. And um, let's see, Jonathan, who works in HR says, while it's easy uh, to get into an argy bark get into argy bargy over the corporate responsibility versus individual. first off australia what is argy bargy if you're, you're out there please i don't know what that means I, I, I get the gist of what it is but i've never heard it um so basically is it the corporation's responsibility or an individual's responsibility in regard to climate change mm -hmm. and that in a way uh maybe from the out like from the corporate standpoint um, there are some people who've come out that run large corporations that say you should have lots of kids because the world needs it or whatever. Mm -hmm. But of course they're vested in their corporations. They need consumers. Right. Um, and it, this should almost be a spur, whether they believe in climate change or not, they should do everything they can to help the planet. Because if there are people that, as this Jonathan person says, this cemented his decision to not have a child, because of climate change. Well, maybe if that wasn't a factor, maybe he would feel safe of having um, a child. I think, I believe Miley Cyrus has come out and and said something along those lines where unless mm -hmm. she feels that her children will get like clean air and clean water, she's not going to have kids. And yeah. so that's kind of like, you know, she's holding her children hostage from the world. Uh, so <laughs> unless you know, everything is made better. Along the lines of incentives. So I live in Western Canada in the province of Alberta, and they have introduced some kind of climate incentive rebate so when we all file our taxes we get some money back or we get we get some money but the thing is is they award people who have kids as well so i'm a single income person uh or i'm a solo person so you know i file my taxes i get one climate incentive whatever they call it and my brother who's got two children gets more money because he has two kids and i think hey they should pay triple for me because i am not <laughs> having children i am actually you know gonna say doing more if yeah. we're going that with this conversation because i'm not having children you should pay me more money because 
And that's the other side of the argument, but then, you know, pronatalism is going to hammer that down. Like that's, that's not going to happen. So my my point is how serious are people, how serious is this conversation where they would support people who don't have children and, and not even people like people like my, my reason for not having kids has nothing to do with the climate, you know, but inadvertently it, it, it helps. So, yeah, but but it's never, never part of the conversation. I think of our lovely prime minister who's all about, you know, per, uh, I'm going to not aiding climate change, but preventing climate change, whatever. <laughs> Canada, it's freaking cold right now. We're like sub-zero temperatures. It's freezing. Uh, my furnace is running nonstop right now for days because it's so cold. Um, but that's never but but not having children is never part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm actually happy to see articles like this. I don't know what the actually I wanted to know are there comments underneath this article? Um, Though, we'll, that's we'll actually that's, that's actually good... where the 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 fun part is is the comments to see what people think. Speaking of comments, join us. Uh, yeah, even even, even when people? this is archived, you like you know feel free to throw comments <laughs> out there. Um but my thought with this uh, little statement about is it corporate or individual is that if corporations want to keep like passing it along and not taking it serious to do anything, mm-hmm. I mean, what does it hurt to do something better for the environment anyway? Right. But if you're you're potentially losing compounding future customers because people won't have kids because of the way the environment is, so it it only helps the corporations to do better for the environment because then people wouldn't feel as um, either indifferent or against having children because of, you know, potential climate change that's happening. Right. So corporate uh, world, pay attention. If you want more customers in the future, do better. Dude, <laughs> I guess. So you're, Cody, you're a child for a guy promoting people having kids right now. Well, I, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, for, well, I guess you could say that. Yeah. But, um, but for, for corporations, I mean, it, it's kind of a wake up call because yeah. they don't pay attention to us anyway as child free people for the most part. Right. They're, they're not interested in our our marketing dollars, even though we are a huge demographic uh, mm-hmm. worldwide. So, you know, until we're taken seriously and they see either the benefit of us becoming customers or the potential loss of losing customers that are never born, then they might pay more attention to the issues that we care about which yeah. is us and um, the environment and whatever it might be. So I don't know, food for thought. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. I'm just trying to scroll through Is he here. the only one that they interview? No, let's jump down. So, okay, we've got Emma oh, and there's a baby. So this, well, let's find <laughs> out about this person. Uh, so we've got Emma Bar- Barnett Johnson, mom of one, mom of one, um, environmental scientist, uh, Emma Barnett Johnson has spent years studying climate and says the rate at which we're experiencing change is alarming. So this is someone who is a scientist, studies this for a living, and they're a parent, and they are concerned. Very cool. Mm. Um, I'm scrolling down for a second. Yeah. Uh, so she says her insights into global warming um, mean the decision to have a baby wasn't an easy one for her. That's interesting. Uh, biggest, my biggest fear about having children was not wanting to leave them in a world where there is increasingly volatile climate and increasingly volatile climate. So it's tiny from here and with governments unwilling to act on it. Yeah. So, I mean, to your point about that, it's, um, yeah, if, if, if governments aren't going to care and corporations aren't going to care, th- then the individual will start to care. And mm-hmm. this is a, a great example. Like, like you're just kind of joking. It's like, I'm, you know, saying, you know, to have kids, it might stop people from having more than one kid. Like right. they might be like, look, I can take right. care of this one kid. I'm gonna roll the dice with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, having more than one, maybe not. So I, and, and I like this in the sense that they're thinking about it. You know, I, I don't, I, I am, you know, a child-free advocate. I advocate for the lifestyle, but it's more choice mm-hmm. awareness is the bottom line of yeah. of everything that that interests me and and, and motivates me. It's a, it's a choice, so it is nice to see that people think about it. If they choose to have a kid, mm-hmm. that's their choice. Um, but thinking about beyond what beyond themselves, you know, just because yeah. I want a baby, it, it's yeah. it's nice to see, yeah. and I think that also needs to be highlighted too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Emma says she has a lot of admiration for people who don't have, don't want to have children, including those with environment, the environment in mind. And then she's quoted as it's a selfless act. Thank you. 
overpopulation will cripple us eventually. It's unstable. Uh, uh, it's unstable long term. Um, so yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Thanks for being a child-free ally. We appreciate that. We do. Um, and so comments? let's see if we can. Yeah, let's see if we can get to some let's comments see. past. Nope, no, no comments. What? Section. Comments are the most fun thing about articles. Come on, then you get abc.net.au. <laughs> Give us some comments here. Um, anyway, all right, let's go to the next topic. So we've got right. uh, Board Panda, Ooh. which a lot of people are familiar with. So mom asks if she's a jerk for asking child-free coworker to withdraw her Christmas holiday request. I mean, yes, sorry, <laughs> yes. So if you're just tuning in, we haven't, this is all like live and raw. We haven't read any of this stuff in advance. No. We just found the topics and we're like, well, this sounds interesting for what we're doing, which is this week in child free, which is just kind of covering topics that have happened within the last week or so um, out there and discussing them live and letting people join us in the conversation. Oh, wait. Oh, we've got a comment. Uh, yeah, it is. Let's see. Our friend, Marcella, <gasps> Marcella. Child free Millennial. Hey. So glad I made it to your live. Super good article, and even though climate change isn't a main reason why I'm not child-free, it's a very valid reason. So thank you for the input there. Uh, oh, wait, we got another one. Um, Tabitha. Yeah. So Tabitha, as we were talking about the, the government taxes, um, it says, shoot, we get taxed more when we don't have kids. LOL. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We so We do. Um, all right. So let's talk about uh, Board Panda's article here. Uh, so it says, basically, this mom wants to take Christmas Day off. So she's asked her child-free co-worker to cover her shift. That sounds very familiar in a lot mm -hmm. of the forums and child-free Facebook groups that uh, I'm in. Um, but the woman has already planned to spend it with her family. So the child-free person says, hey, I might not have a child per se, but I do have you know, family or friends that they want to spend the holiday with. Family um, is more than just children, FYI, in case mm -hmm. you don't know. Mm -hmm. Um. It says, okay, I, I, I read this whole thing. Oh, this looks long. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so uh, she says, okay, I feel terrible about this, but me and my colleague, who I get on quite well normally, have both requested Christmas off, but our manager said that only one of us can have it, so it's going to be a fight to the death. I'm adding <laughs> that last part. That's not real. Um, <laughs> I've asked her to withdraw her request as she and her husband have no kids and normally go to her husband's parents on Christmas Day. But they also go every week, so it's not like they never see them. Whereas I, on the other hand, have a four-year-old autistic son. He normally goes to nursery, but his nursery closes one week before Christmas and doesn't open until next year. The shift in question is a three-hour shift between 7 and 10. doesn't say a.m. or p.m. I'm going to guess a.m. Uh, oh, no, in, the morning, in the morning, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> let me finish, code, learn to read, Cody. Uh, so... <laughs> She and her husband could still be at his parents for lunchtime, where, uh, whereas because I'm a single mama and the nurseries are closed, I have no one to watch my son. Um, oh, it does keep going. Oh, this okay. is long. Uh, so, so, yes, I could pay someone else. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's do some scrolling. Um, okay. So she had a story. It was going viral, I guess. So here we are. Um so this oh, is, these is the comments. Okay. This is the original poster. It says OP. Is that the original poster? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so well, okay. This... Let's talk about what we what was just yeah, okay. read because there's there's a lot of uh, uh, I hate using the word triggering, but I mean, it, in the context of things, I mean, I, I I see both sides. I'm always a moderator, even in real life. Like I'm always in the middle. I go, okay, I can see your <laughs> side. I can see your side. No one's right or wrong. It's tricky. Mm. I. As, as a child-free person, I, I do get a little, like, eh, when people start bringing out, well, because I have a kid, or, you know, um, thinking of my child-free autistic friends who talk about how that is used a lot, because you add on more words to describe your child, and suddenly it's like, well, then you're supposed to feel like an a-hole because you don't mm -hmm. cater to somebody else. Um it's 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 tough because again I see both sides, but but when people start piling on their child and what their child's going through and is all these things that again are valid, but what is it saying? Yeah, that that your that our time, our experience with our family is it's less valuable. Is, exactly, it, yeah, and that's yeah. where I have the problem with it. Yeah, because I wouldn't say she's a jerk for 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 this. 
but it's how it's presented and mm. the conversation is you know it, it's it's respecting people's time like and and how yeah i yeah. have to formulate my thought a little better on that but it's well i mean uh, really to me it just from like you know a, a black and white paper perspective it's like well what what does your job require for taking time off was she the first person that put in for the time off and i i maybe i just i skipped it but um i, I mean is it is it seniority uh you know mm. using the child as leverage eh, i mean i think that's I, again i get it I, I get it like and i see her standpoint as well where the mom is saying well look like this person the coworker, we get along well and she sees his family all the time and that's where they're going anyway. So it's like, this is just another weekend for them mm -hmm. versus like it being a special holiday. So, you know, but for her and her son, she has a hardship because she has no one to watch the kid. Right. So, right. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're not monsters as child-free people. No. We're compassionate. We get it. I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's a tough call. Um, but I'm not their manager to make that decision for them, I guess. Well, but, but look, the manager didn't even want to make the decision. That's true. She's like, y'all like, figured like, it out. Figured out. So, I mean, it, it, okay, look, I mean, if it, if it were me, I'm going to say, I would say, all right, let's trade off somewhere. You owe me a massive, massive favor. Um, but, but still, I, there's more of a discussion that needs to be hap that needs to happen because, that it doesn't end there. I think that's yeah. the biggest thing that irks me. Okay. I, I feel that there will be situations where yes, let the parent have whatever they're asking for, but there's a bigger discussion of entitlement. And I'm not saying this, this mom feels entitled. It seems to be presented, you know, she's presenting both cases, yeah. but there's this level, this ex level of expectation and entitlement in general in situations like this where it's like, Oh, of course, let the parent go first or let the parent do this. So like, cause, cause what is, what is the underlying thing? Is it our time is not valuable. Our vacation, like our, our requests are not as valuable as uh -huh. child-free people or people without children, whether uh -huh. it's by circumstance or choice. And that's not addressed enough because it's it, it. And so the more this happens, the more stories we see like this, and the fact that look obviously it's a story it's it's an article so there's a there is something to this it's not just oh whatever let it go yeah. there's something going on people need to talk about it but it's it it can make us look like a-holes for saying no let don't let the parent have the day off or whatever mm -hmm. and it's you not know? an unfamiliar scenario that comes up of no. of you know uh someone with a child uh basically saying well you don't have a child so I deserve this weekend off or I deserve this different shift or whatever it might be. Right. Um, so, uh, I mean, yeah, the, the other thing and, and <laughs> okay, let me use my words carefully, or maybe I don't have to, it's, <laughs> it's sob stories. It's okay. When people are asking for donations, especially around this time of year, Christmas time, it's presented like a guilt thing. You have so many things. Give a little bit. These people are suffering. Give a, and, and not that that's not happening, but charity is run on fear and guilt. It's like you're guilting somebody into feeling bad. Therefore, they're going to give you what you're asking them to give. And I just find, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily have a sob story. I could make something into a sob story, I'm <laughs> sure. But I, I've never operated that way. And so I just human humans were so we're, we're so easily swayed by feeling guilty or 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 tragedy mm. this well, is probably are, going down a whole other rabbit hole that well, we don't have time for but, but this is well, something that that i think about and something yeah. like this fits that category where i'm going it's it's not in her, her request is not invalid but it also shows how this person who's, you know, the child-free person in this scenario is going to think, well, oh, geez, like now I feel bad. Okay, I'm going to, but that's going to make that, I don't think that would, that's going to make them feel any better because then that's taking away from their plans as well. And the whole point is every plan, like there's, there's equality and that's what's missing. But then mm -hmm. when we're presented with some kind of tragic sob story, whatever, we kind of go, okay. Yeah. Let me flip the script. So what if it's two parents? 
like then then is it is it is it tit for tat of like which right. parent is more deserving which child needs to see their grandparents more like you know which has a we, it's which has a bigger sob story if we remove ourselves from the equation as child free people like th this could be you know anyone in this scenario right. um and then as far as like charities go what you just mentioned you know of, of guilt and stuff there are people that do just want to just openly give to charity and it just comes down to timing and so if mm -hmm. if they hear the right story at the right time that's where they're going to give the money to for, right. you know, that, that donation or right. whatever. But, um, all right, well, we got I, I, a bunch of articles here. I'm okay. gonna I like that question on. about if it were two parents, what would happen to me? But like whoever has the strongest sob story, which I totally disagree with. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Why, I mean that I, I think that that's an episode or therapy. I need to go work through. I don't know. It's going to be awkward in the break room. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> Again, the manager didn't want to make that decision. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. We should interview the manager. I mean, that that would be a person. I'm like, so if you why? are the manager of this person, let us know. <laughs> um, so this is from heart.co.uk. So this is from the UK. And the saying mom gives that away almost. Um, mom splits opinions after asking child-free colleague to work on Christmas Day shift. Uh, is this the same story? One. I don't. I don't think well, it this is. is another child care person. But I wonder. This is the same article. Same. Is it? How many well, articles did this person? Okay, what's going on here? This person got two articles on the same topic. They got picked up. What, All right, did, anyway. what did she do? Did she go around to like reporters? Sorry, I'm not picking on the mom. No, this it's, is, it's this fine. Is funny. Uh, yeah, this is the same story. The same so let's thing. see. Well, okay. let's see if this one wrote it any different. Let's just go to the end. Um, oh, then it just goes in. Basically, I think all these come off of like Reddit. And so. One I mean, person argued that the issue should be should have been dealt by the employer. Your manager really needs to deal with this. But both of your requests ought to be put in and should be considered each. Lazy management, if you ask. Or Lazy management to ask you to decide amongst yourselves. Well, but again, it comes down to also the office politics. It, right. it, you know, it's who puts in first, who has the time, um, seniority, it all weighs in. So like, you know, did this child-free person have any of those types of leverages from the company side of things where they were going to get the day off regardless and this person might be asking them for it. So yeah. um, I don't know. So we'll just okay. jump to the next story here. Uh, this is, uh, the same article. Mama, no, no, different one. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is from the sun, uh, co.uk. So the sun, a mom of three savaged for claiming having kids is overrated and warning her childless friends not to bother with it. So okay. First can, thing they use childless, not child free, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Well, <laughs> probably. Um, so yeah, I can see where this is going. Yeah. If you, if you come out against the, uh, the group think the echo chamber, you're probably going to get drugged for it. Um, mm -hmm. and it's not just parents that happens in any, you know, uh, large group that you're in. It happens in the child free space as well. So, uh, mm -hmm. this depends on the topic and what people want to I think it's Talk great about. that this is an article too. I want to know if there's yeah. comments on there. Oh, TikTok. She's a TikTok mom. TikToker. Okay. So uh, mm -hmm. let's see. She took to TikTok and would warn her childhood Maybe. friends not to bother with having the kids. Let's see. This is from. Uh, Can I comment? They use childless yeah. in, in the, the headline, but but child free in the body. of. Oh, they the did. Article. Yeah, they did. Okay. Child free friends. I Which, think it shows yes, childless and child free are totally different very. Uh, mindsets and and lifestyles. So, but also but, too, it just shows that people recognize childless more mm -hmm. so than child free. I, that's well, and, that's my well, and I wonder too if that is part of like the clickbait type of editing right. where it's it's right. more grabbing to say childless versus child free at the yeah. top. Um, who knows? So this is from Sarah Duffy. I guess you can click on this and go to her. Uh, TikTok. Um, she's from the U.S. Uh, uh, replied to a video of a woman bragging about choosing not to be a mom. Sarah couldn't argue more with the sentiment, uh, despite having three kids herself. She said, "Listen, I have three kids of my own. First one, an accident. Second one, an accident. Third one, an accident." <laughs> Again, we haven't read any of this stuff. Okay, the I all seen right. TikTok. Oh. I've got a lot of thoughts. Yeah, she says, "I love my children." I can't explain it. I would literally die for them in a heartbeat. Um, but added, okay. yeah, I know where's the but. Um, she added that she couldn't imagine her life without them. However, she quickly warned other child-free. There's child-free again, versus the headline: women not to do it. And women, men. I mean, men. Warn the men too. What's up? Mm -hmm. Give us a help here. Um, don't do it. Don't do it. I just got a notification on my phone that my bank account was overdrafted. I mean, that's, that's poor financial planning. That's not, don't blame that on the kids. Uh, 
so child-free she, people have overdraft too so you know yeah we're, we're not all like rolling in, in jet skis on top of money uh she added their why their why so basically she explained oh, her okay. kids like did your kids get their credit card and start rolling up some debt like what's going no, on but, well look look you don't know how much diapers cost or anything i, mean, I, I don't There's, technically yeah yeah um i know i i, 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 I get it i i'm i'm just you're just kind of jokingly saying <laughs> okay. she's blaming her children for this when again i blame my kids I mean, too but anyway um, so let's see the video's gone viral of course it has okay. five million views and people got on there slammed the mom for being open about how difficult it wait they slammed her for being honest uh about how difficult having kids uh oh, while others praised her honesty which i can guess which i, I mean side that did both that alone okay just uh, people getting mad for her being honest again speaks to part of the problem we're dealing with with pronatalism they don't want the truth to come out right because yeah. you know i think and 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 i'll just getting personal for a second like my brother and i have done a podcast about his experience being a parent his oldest has listened to that podcast and understands it's not about him but about you know his arrival and whatnot and he understands why people yeah. don't want to have kids like it's honesty is not easy but the fact that people don't people don't want child people to talk about their happiness people don't want to hear parents say yeah it sucks sometimes because they want more people actually it's probably pretty personal because then they're going well wait a sec this makes my decision to have kids not it doesn't invalidate it but it you know well and, <laughs> kind and, of maybe i don't know well, and, and, and like it's talking about you know basically she's getting dragged by i would guess a lot of parents mm. and um that's where like like to the to people that are parents out there like child free people like a lot of times we kind of are your sounding board because we get it. Like we understand. Yeah, it's hard. That's why a lot of us chose not to do it. Like right. we, we totally have gone through all of those scenarios, like to the nth degree. And we've said, yeah, like, right. Like the financial reasons. Yeah, we, we know. And so, uh, you know, to help avoid that possible issue or pitfall, not having kids, like, you mm -hmm. know, the, the climate change and being worried about that and losing sleep not having kids, you know, something happening to your kid. And, and this, the, the fear and dread, like every day, your kid's not in your eyesight, not having kids. So I um, just got back from a funeral for an infant. So mm, yeah, yeah. I just saw those um, comments. Make sure. Okay. So you said, make sure your children never ever hear this rant. And then the other part of it is that comment says my mother never wanted us and we knew it. So, you know, I, I, I don't think people have, I don't think parents have to say, to their kid, I didn't want this. They feel it anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. Um, yeah. But also, there is one uh, the other comment. The second comment said, so I ruined my life is what you're saying. Which makes me <laughs> wonder if they're a parent going, wait, are you saying that then I ruined my life because I had kids as well? It's just, it's so curious how people, I mean, it's TikTok. And this yeah. kind of goes along with all social media. When people leave comments you don't know where they're they're coming from in their life experience and those that's what i really want to find out i'm like so where are you coming from yeah <laughs> with the comment that you just left yeah. um i find like the people that are at peace with their life are the ones that saying that that say as a single mom don't have the children like they're they're okay it's not easy and they're willing to say yeah like don't don't do it you know yeah, yeah. Um, honestly oh no i read that wrong it's overrated it wasn't talking about She's talking about the kids. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then of course, do it. The best thing I ever did. They make my life yeah. better every day. Great. Cool. Well, <laughs> and it's kind of like the uh, a common thread between both child-free people and parents where they mm -hmm. almost have to uh, preemptively explain, I love kids, but like, it just like right. this one's like, I love my kids, but don't do it. And child-free people, a lot of times feel like they have to like say, hey, I love kids. I just don't want to have kids. Like it's... I don't know. Yeah. So we've got that in common parents. Like, you know, we're <laughs> pronatalism. Go get it. All right. Anyway, next topic. Um, this is from, I don't even know what this is. Uh, Mercadoronet something. I don't know. Anyway, shrinking American motherhood. One in six women in their forties have never given birth. And so ambiguous there, if that is child free or childless, 
um, the little subheading here, it says, what are the impacts of remaining child-free? So that maybe they're looking at maybe one of these one in six or something will have kids. I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, this is by Wendy Wang. Thank you, Wendy, for doing this. Haven't read it at all. I like graphs and child of numbers. I like that kind of <laughs> stuff. So anyway. You know what's sad um, is I now fall into the 40 to 44 category. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so let's see. More U.S. women are skipping motherhood today. In 2020, one in six women reached the end of their—I mean, the end of their childbearing years had never People given are having birth. Kids in their fifties, yeah. adopting in their fifties. I feel like I still have another 15 years of, of bingos ahead of me. So yeah, but. I mean that. Uh, just pausing right there. I mean, like data, it, it's hard to quantify because. Like that it's circumstantial. Like when, mm -hmm. when is the end of childbearing years for women? Like, <laughs> so, um, I guess they're just basically saying when you hit 40, you're less apt to choose to have children. And so maybe that's what they're going with. I don't know. Let's continue. I'm just jumping ahead here. Um, this share was lower in, uh, uh the share was lower in 2016 when 14% of women ages 40 to 44 had never given birth. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, at the same time, the share of women who had two or more children declined from 32% in 16 to 30% in so 2% in 2020. So in four years, it went down 2% of having like multiple kids uh, again. Uh, yeah. I but also what happened in 2020? <laughs> like were people, yeah. <laughs> 2020 Just, was kind of a crazy year for a per, lot. Of personally, people. whenever I see any statistics that mention 2020, I can't really take it serious because exactly. it is skewed. Like it doesn't matter. It's like, oh, the murder rate went down. Of course, it nobody <laughs> left their house. Like you, not, 2019 and 2021. Those are the only mm -hmm. two you can compare. 2020 didn't happen. Like this disappeared. Which actually, they kind um, of talk about later, uh, further down here. But yeah, so let's see the the rise of the childless woman. So now we're talking about childless is in line with the downward trend in U.S. fertility in recent years. In 2020, amid COVID-19 pandemic, here we go, the U.S. birth rate fell to a record low of 1.6 children per woman, um, even though the rate rebounded slightly in 21 to 1.7 children per woman. So, okay. Um, so they need the, okay, they need the replacement level to be 2.1. Yes, to, to actually replace, okay. yeah, because 2.0 is replacing, but that's it. It needs to be 2.1 right, for right. growth. Yeah, you're exactly right. Okay. Um, let's see. Huh. So now they're breaking it down by some demographics here. So which women are more likely to skip motherhood? And this is in the percentage of women ages 40 to 44 who have never given birth. So that could be childless or child-free. Um, I don't know what all at 17. I guess the total of everybody. Of everybody, yeah. Okay, okay. So percentage of women. So all women is at seventeen percent. So percentage of women that are white, nineteen. That are black, seventeen percent. Hispanic, nine percent. Asian, sixteen percent. Hmm. Um, high school educated or less, thirteen percent. Some college, fourteen percent. College or more, twenty percent. So that the more education. With, yeah. That what a lot of people say is that the more educated a society is, the less overall children that that society has. Mm -hmm. Um, they're married is at 9%. They're divorced, separated, or widowed at 13%, or they never married at 48%. So, um, nothing mind blowing I mean, with those that, stats that really one, either, but that one's interesting because so many, so many people, and, and I am curious then with the never married is that, are they child-free by choice or by circumstance? Because the narrative yeah. is if you're not married, you're just not going to have kids because that's still pretty common. That thought is still pretty common. I'm going to say even where I live in Canada, like it's, it's still, if you're unmarried, no one really bothers. Well, not no one bothers you about not having kids, but it's not as expected. Like if I were to get married, then even at this age, people would be like, Oh, so when are you going to have kids? Cause you're married now. Right. But I've, I've never been married. So, mm. you know, whatever. Um, and that's not even just from a religious standpoint. So I, I'm curious as to that, cause that's a high, that's the highest number of the entire chart. So I'm wondering if that falls in childless because they were never married. Well, and that, that was my initial thought. I was like, well, no, nothing there surprised me. Cause it kind of makes sense. Like the percentage of, but I mean, I don't know in a way, maybe some of the numbers should be 
I don't know. We'll have to dive into this yeah. later. We'll, maybe we'll come back and like review all this at another <laughs> time. Um, but people that are native born in the U.S. is at 19% percentage of women and foreign born are 10% of mm. the women. Okay. And this um, study was done in 2020. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, oh God, motherhood and happiness. Here we go. The number one clickbaity article you'll find oh. in the internet with child free is who's happier. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh, so let's see what it says. Um, children bring enormous joy to their parents, not compared to the last TikToker, but also more <laughs> responsibilities and less me time. Me time. Uh, the relationship okay. between parenthood and happiness is indeed complicated. Early research has shown that parents tend to be less happy than non-parents and parenthood is linked to a lower quality of life. But recent data points to a different direction. Moreover, parents were happier than non-parents during COVID-19 pandemic, really? During it, and their lives were less lonely and more meaningful. Okay, I can see the less lonely because you've got someone around you all the time, but... But lonely doesn't mean... But less lonely doesn't mean happiness. Like, again, and I say this maybe as an introvert who likes to be alone a lot, having a lot of people around you doesn't necessarily make me happy. I like it, yeah. you know, for a time, but this... I'm a little suspicious of that. Sentence, well, and but okay, maybe, maybe it was like the echo chambers that I was in. It seemed like the total opposite. It seemed like people without kids were like, thank goodness I don't have kids. Yes. COVID-19 is bad enough, but at least it's, it's I'm, I just have to worry about myself first off. Um, they're definitely the loneliness factor and meaningful. I guess I can see the, where they're getting that. I have a problem with the more meaningful thing. Yeah, that, that, that's a, an opinion. Um, that's an opinion. That, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, anyway, okay. so let's keep going. Um Let's see. Let's look at this little graph here. Uh, women's happiness by marital and parental <laughs> status at different Ooh, ages. Okay. So All this right. percent says very happy. So if they're 18 to 34 married with children, 30% say they're very happy. If they're 35 to 54% married with children, 28% say they are very happy. And 55% okay. married with children, only 25% say they're very happy. So that's a downward trend. Wow. That's interesting. Wow. Okay. Because well, well, okay. that's that's not what society tells us. They no. basically say as you get older, like it becomes easier, I guess, as the parent, because your kids are older, they can have better conversations. You can do more fun things with them. And then like the whole, like looking forward to the grandbabies, if that's going to happen for you comes. So I find it very interesting. That I'm going to throw in my opinion of that yeah. decline as a single woman. I'm in the 40 and up category. Um, I was having this conversation with my dad today. I'm like, I have had a lot of time to develop myself to figure out who I am, how to express who I am. I've had a lot of time. Not that life has been always easy, but I'm at this age where I am very confident. I feel confident. I trust my intuition. I've had, but I've had a lot of time to develop that. And mm -hmm. I feel that, and, and again, this is just my opinion, but you know, if I had raised children being the female, I would have, you know, been the mom, been very invested. I wouldn't have had all that time to develop who I am. So when I'm you know, again, and I have friends who are in that 55 plus category. They're just now starting to figure out some have a lot of grandkids, some don't, but they are figuring out who, who am I? Because for the most part, a bulk of their adult life has been raising other humans. And so I'm just going to venture out and say that, you know, if you've been married with kids, you've always had someone to tend to. Have you had time to tend to yourself? And I think that may have something to do with decline in happiness because suddenly they're like, oh, crap, I, nobody needs me now. Now what? Great and that's point. very yeah. scary. Very kind, scary to be in that situation. Yeah. Right? Kind of the, 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 the empty nester syndrome. It's yeah, like, who, exactly. Who, who am I and who is this person I live yeah, with? Exactly. <laughs> so so that, that, that's my opinion. But I, 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 I feel strongly that that has something to do with that yeah. decline in, in happiness. Yeah. It, 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 people in the future comment on this. What are your thoughts? Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about the percentage of very happy people that are married and it says childless. And so anytime I see the term childless, it's tricky to understand the child-free aspect of it because to a child-free person, childless means that they want to have children in the future mm -hmm. or are actively trying to have children or they are unable to have kids and they they 
are not considering themselves child free because right. they they would they still want a child. So um, this statistic is 18 to 34 percent for married and childless is 33 percent are very happy, which is higher than with children. Okay. Um, 35 to 54 married childless is 24 percent, which is lower than the married with children by four percent of 28 which is interesting. And that's where I wonder if it gets skewed with the childless aspect yeah. where they're trying. And when you hit that 35 plus threshold, it becomes more difficult. Skipping ahead um, to the bottom numbers. I'm like, there's something amiss. With yes. <laughs> and so uh, married and childless at 55 plus is dropped to 14% is wow. very happy compared to the 25% of married people with children. But again, I feel like those numbers might be skewed by people who are truly childless mm -hmm. and not child free. And, uh, in that sense. So, but anyway, yeah, it is interesting. Um, but not, not unexpected, but the number, the number disparity is, is, is interesting. Yeah. Um, so this is unmarried people with children. So are they very happy? 18 to 34, 12%. And so the number wow. would say not very much. That's um, and it, it only slightly goes down to 11% at 35 to 54. And then they just realize, hey, this is just how it is at 55 plus, And it's still 11%. So it, I guess it kind of hits a... So so uh, children is... Okay, I'm looking at this as... I'm kind of seeing like... So I've got a thought. Not, like, so children I, just are I'm, not happy or happy. doesn't bring well, happiness. But I don't... Well, um, actually, no, that's not... Okay, never mind. Un, un, unmarried with children... With it being a much lower percentage than we've come across so far in this statistic, it's at 12%, 11%, and 11%. It almost seems like they've adapted to their situation and that they've just maybe said, this is just how it is. And they're right. because they have to, you know, if right. they're a single parent, like it's nose to the grindstone. Like I get it as a child yeah. person, like I feel for you. Like that's, that's tough. And so, mm. yeah, this, this whole quote unquote, very happy. Yeah. You might not be very happy because you ain't got time to be happy. You gotta, you gotta do a lot of stuff. So the unmarried people and again, childless, um, this is interesting. <laughs> the only 7% say they're very happy. 18 to 34 year olds that are this... not married and don't have kids. What? Anyway. Well, okay. Okay. But, but this is the only one that, that increases to 12% oh, no. at 35 to 54. So it goes from 7% to 12%. And then it drops back down to 10%. Okay. Can I say something? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, okay. Do you remember being 18 to 20? Sorry. Do you remember being 18 to 34? That was a really hard time in life. I just feel like, I guess maybe like if, I, I, if they're I talking about ex, external effects of like, like struggling for like the job, job, well, hopping, yeah, like, like that, that, the it, hustle is real. Yeah. Well, that's a huge gap. Second of all. Okay. When people have children between that age of, of 18 and 34, you do have something to focus on. So you're just like constantly surviving and, and caring for somebody. But yeah. when you're figuring out your own stuff and you have to look at yourself, especially between those ages, like uh, most of us to the age of 30, that's a really hard time. Yes, we're kind of like go get her doing a thing, but I would never go back to that timeline. And so I, I really I think it's unfair to say, well, unmarried and childless, they're only 7% are happy. Who's really happy at 20 that doesn't involve alcohol or whatever else? Like it's, it's, it's a difficult time. And I say that as a 40 year yeah. old now, looking back, it's not, well, you're trying, to, you're trying so. to learn your way. Like it's, exactly. there, there's, there, there is no handbook. Like you're, it's yeah. uh, you know, trial and error. A lot of instances. Um, I, but again, the statistics here and, and it is, I'm interested to know how they got this data and it does have right. the the source here. Um, but so married and childless versus unmarried and childless is a huge difference mm -hmm. of 33% are very happy if they're married versus being unmarried and childless at 7%. So again, the, the childless definition comes into question there, but it's like, it, is it, the loneliness factor of why these people right. are at 7% and not, not very, again, this is very happy. Like these people could be like happy. There's only 30% like, that are very happy that have it all quote unquote all anyway, which is really, yeah. really low. 
Seventy percent not very well, it, happy. It, it could also be like using the term "very happy" over "happy." If you're just like, "Hey, are you happy?" as an unmarried, childless person at let's say twenty five, they'd be like, "Yeah, I'm happy." Like, who, but it didn't make the number because are you right. very happy? Well, right. well, I don't know. I guess not. So. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm just like. Because you know what? Again, I don't know if you remember that age, but you're comparing, especially when you, your friends at 25 start getting married. They seem to have everything lined up and they're following that life script. And it's like, oh, well, I don't have that yet. I'm still. That's a great point. Right? Like the, the, the Well, just the social pressure of yeah. what people see online, like the, you know, the, the hashtag and the Instagramming, the Facebook, whatever, like showing your best yeah. life. And that's all you show is your best life. Right. Yeah. If you're competing against that, yeah, I can see how, you know, as you're younger, you're, you're, you're more apt to not be as very happy, uh, yeah. as someone else. I don't know. So anyway, I'm doing a deep dive literally into this stupid little bar <laughs> graph. I'm looking so, at this as a Let's move on. We'll move on. Let's move on to the next thing. I'm I'm not going to dive more into this. We we can't, if y'all, we can go into it later. Um, So uh, Chelsea Handler, who is out here defending child-free folks uh, and we're here for it. So this is from hellogiggles.com. And so she has a, if you don't know who Chelsea Handler is, she's a, a American comedian and she has a new Netflix special that dives deeper into why she's opting for dogs over kids. So, that's By the cool. way, you don't need to have pets of any sort to have a happy life. I uh, well, just well, all the pet-free people. Just again, since this is all like, I love the ad placement here of St. Jude's <laughs> Children's Hospital. In this, I don't know if they're going to get their bang for their buck with that marketing oh dollar. God, but but again, it's not like we don't like kids. Like there's plenty of child-free people yeah. give their kids charity. We got to point that out. You see diaper ads on. It's like when know. we get yeah, like Facebook. I'm, it's full of diaper ads, and I think yeah. it's because it only like like scrolls and trolls the word child. If you're in a child-free group, it's like, oh, you right. you must have kids. It's like, no. So I would anyway. laugh if they put a diaper ad on this replay of this. <laughs> they might, I don't know. Well, they have a clip for the promoting the 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 video. Um, and I, I you, there's no audio here, so I can't play it. Um, so this person's just basically kind of plugging what's coming up. And I would suggest everybody, if you have Netflix, give it a watch, find a way to watch it. Um, See, thankfully, Chelsea Handler is here to say what the old schoolers don't want to hear. And this is her quote. Uh, it's important to know when you don't have the skills to raise a baby. She starts in the teaser clip for the upcoming special. Um, instead of shaming people, we should say, oh, good. Good for you for knowing you shouldn't have a baby. Like it it only makes perfect sense. <laughs> so, OK, I, I also have a problem with this. <laughs> Go for it. I mean, okay, love Chelsea Handler. I love that she's speaking out about it. But again, this kind of speaks to along the lines of, you know, because you get we get these comments on TikTok or wherever. It's like, oh, well, you shouldn't have, if you don't want to have a baby, don't have one. Great. But they also lump everybody in as, you don't have the skills to have a baby, so don't have mm. one. Yeah. I have the skills to raise a baby. I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but I am a very hands-on aunt, and I don't talk i don't think i have a maternal instinct but i care and i'm a you know i i care for my nephew stuff like that i just don't like that that stereotype that those of us who've chosen not to have children the reason is, is because we don't have the skills i don't think i i don't think anyone has the skills you just figure it out you yeah. know like, well, i mean from from what i see online like 99 percent of parents say look yeah you have no mm -hmm. idea you figure it out as you go like because right. every kid's gonna be different every family situation is going to be different. So yeah, you just, you so, learn on the fly. So it's, I'm not knocking what she's saying in the sense that it's, it's probably true. And that's maybe if that's what she believes, or maybe she says for, says for comedic effect. Great. Because we know we, we probably, know, we all know of parents who uh, definitely shouldn't have kids <laughs> mm. probably because they're, they're, they're not really equipped or it's just not a good idea, but they have them anyway. But I, I don't, I don't like that assumption that all child-free people have no skill to raise the kids or they'd be terrible at it or whatever. So maybe I don't want to shame this statement, well, but well, at the same I, time, well, it does bother me. I, I I get what you're saying. So let's rewind it just one second and look at like her first sentence. She's talking about herself and she's saying, I don't have the skills to raise a baby. Right. And so for people, for child-free people who do say that, that say, hey, look, I, I, I'm just not equipped to like whether it's patience or whatever it might be, mm. they know that they would not be a great parent. So 
not going to be a parent. So then maybe that's why she's saying, you know, society. So don't come down on like all of us together. Like some people, they, they should be praised for not, for not becoming a bad parent. Like right. that, that that's another way to interpret what she's saying. And again, this could be a setup for a whole joke or so. Right. I don't know. This is just right. a, a, a quote out of the, right. the special. I guess um, for me, I'm defending of people that's like, be, you know, I mean, well, I pigeonholing, I, like you don't want to get pigeonholed and be like, well, clearly you're not equipped to have a child. So you shouldn't because you're a terrible human being. Like, I was like, wait, are you telling me that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So anyway, so Chelsea Handler, Netflix, check it out or don't check it out. Whatever. You don't listen to me. All right. Thanks for the <laughs> pop up here. Uh, this is the LA progressive.com. Um, it says unsustainable population growth and pronatalist. And so the keyword I picked up in here was pronatalist. I uh, thought it might be interesting to see what they Ooh, were talking about. Elon Musk. Okay. So according to reports, uh, some ultra wealthy folks like Elon Musk feel compelled to pass on their genetics to as many children as possible. They are the pronatalist. Well, shout that... out to Nick Cannon. <laughs> Who's listening in right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Clearly he is. Um <laughs> So let's see. It just I'll just do the first sentence here. So the world's population just exceeded eight billion people, yes. and is expected to surpass eleven billion by the end of the century. Yes. I just want to pause in that sentence right there because I always find it interesting when people are like, "Well, you know, we have to have more people. We have to." It's like, look, we just hit eight billion, and we kind of feel like that's enough for now. Like, do we need to have eleven billion? Why can't we just chill at eight? Like, but can I point out that eight billion? That they, they, it's not enough of their demographic without getting specific to what the yeah, yeah, demographic yeah. is. I yeah. am sure in this country, we only have 38 million people in the entire country of Canada. I'm pretty sure that some people, well, actually I know some people like, we don't have enough people. We don't have enough new people. Yeah. <laughs> being born here. Right. So anyway. Yeah. All right. Um, so what this means is uh, demand for everything from water to land to trees to oil will increase proportionately, uh, which, uh, Proportionately may not be true because there's always technology. Again, this is like the people who say, look, the future could be better because of technology. Right. Um, so who knows? So placing an added strain on resources, um, unless advancements in technology. Okay. Thanks. Learn to read coding. Can find <laughs> solutions to these growing demands. Again, this is all off the fly. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, let's see. As the world's population grows, yeah, it's interesting that some just don't think it's growing in the right places. While many are focusing on what it will take to ensure there is enough for everyone everywhere as we move toward the future world with 8 billion occupants, I was surprised to learn. 11. 11, sorry, 11 billion participants. I was surprised to learn <laughs> that there are also those who are part of the quote unquote pronatalist movement who advocate for a policy of practice of encouraging people to have children, according to Merriam Webster. So mm. um, this person just discovered the term and wrote a whole article on it i guess um let's see i, I see the words elon musk and jeffrey what? epstein and Jeff in this article <laughs> so that might epstein. be very okay interesting to see how these well, are wait are... wait wait can we go back what yeah yeah yeah. Okay. holy so crap okay I'll I'll, I wanted... <laughs> okay another of the well-knowns in the natalist movement this is new to me okay so another of the well-known oh, sorry people and <laughs> Another of the well-knowns with natalist movement sympathies was now deceased epic sexual abuser Jeffrey Epstein, who allegedly schemed to impregnate 20 women at a time on his New Mexico ranch. What? Wow. The, oh my gosh. Like, okay. Good Lord. Um, so that that's a part of, of pronatalism wow. that that you don't really think about like you think no. of like the invisible hand of like you know encouraging people to have kids you you kind of forget about the people who are literally like tr actively trying to do that like on the but, sly but off the in, cuff. in ways like this yeah that's pretty I mean, messed up what yeah I, I, so for some reason again the polygamous colonies come to mind warren jeff's those no there's this is a problem um Okay. I did the, not the, know that. That's insane. Yeah. The more you know. Da -da, da -da. Um, All right. Well, um, we have, I don't know how long we want to make this. Yeah. I don't want to go too, too long. Let, let, let's try to blow <laughs> through the next ones real quick and see what. Okay. 
comes out of it. So um, bride divides internet after only allowing some children at a wedding. Um, I did take a little quick sneak peek at this one. So basically this bride uh, has children and they were the only children allowed to come to the wedding. And that made people who had children that couldn't bring their kids angry. And so of course they go to Reddit to discuss that topic. Um, and Wait, just, she brought the bride brought her own children. Yeah. Her, her kids were in the wedding. So, okay. What? So um, okay. she's a 23 year old bride and she has two girls, seven and three and oh. a younger brother. That's nine. Um, but none of the cousins were invited. So I guess they're just talking about the, oh. the, how it's unfair. So, Okay, that's so, not a child-free wedding. I'm sorry. It's not, kids here, the, it's not a child-free so, wedding. So we decided on a this is a quote. We decided on a child-free wedding because we don't want kids running around, but we still decided to have our own as part of an important day, is what she wrote. So yeah, that that would be like child hyphen free or even child space free. I wouldn't even call it child free, but if they're no, going to like, do no. not put that together because it's definitely not child-free wedding. Um anyway, so what I did find is Weddings are like all of the rage of topics right now. So this is my cousin fumed that she couldn't bring her kids to my wedding. So I kicked her out <laughs> of the wedding, I guess. So the bride, uh, wait, the bride brought her kids along to the special day, but band. Oh, this is the same story. Never mind. Mirror. <laughs> Come Cody, on did, did you have kids at your wedding? Um, we, we only had a few. What we did is we had a very small ceremony where we had close family and friends and mm -hmm. um, uh, nephews and nieces. Like okay. that, that was it. All the other kids were like at like the party section the that we went to afterwards. So the actual okay. ceremony had like four kids in it. Um, okay. So what, not, not child free, but you know, I, yeah. it is fine. Did a kid cry? Yes. Um, so, <laughs> Um, this one is the groom didn't allow his brother's kids to attend his child free again, child free wedding and with a hyphen. And now the parents are livid. And this person says, tell me what you think of the situation. All right, Jen, okay. what did people tell you? Um, my, my brother told me this might cause a rift in our relationship. So did he invite other kids or maybe um, his brother has terrible kids? I don't know. So I this mean, person is, wow. uh, it says, I checked the, uh, the IATA. Uh, subreddit which stands for am i the something hole a hole uh pretty pretty regularly and so that's a lot of this these types of articles come out of reddit of course um so anyway let's just see what this says uh my fiance female and i male are getting married we decided wedding's going to be child free no hate towards children just keep it more organized and contained I think the biggest thing is enough. yeah if they're if they're excluding some kids I don't know it's tricky yeah. but so Brothers they go on to say my brother and he's calling him Chris male and his wife female. Okay. Uh, have, I, I guess that makes sense. Have a three-year-old son who everyone calls miracle in quotes or rainbow baby. Also in quotes, he came after several failed pregnancies that lasted for years. Um, so when they found out that my nephew was included in the no children rule, they tried to convince me to make an exception for him. Chris told me his son is a miracle baby and his presence at the wedding would bring a blessing to me and my fiance. I refused and said no. And that the wedding is child free. Despite that, his wife kept sending my fiance pics of my nephew when he was months old. And I told them no and to stop. Um, I'm going to scroll because I don't think that's going to change anything with the story um okay so i guess so what i said earlier in the like way at the beginning about people piling on things to do with their kids as a way to convince something like this was with the yeah. lady who you know wanted christmas off this is way worse because it's just like oh you know miracle baby bringing blessings it's just this is to me is an entitlement thing the way it's mm. presented to me is entitlement yeah so I don't, I don't to, like, I don't like, I don't like when, when, when the children are, are used in this as, le as leverage or yeah. a tool to get, to get what the parent wants. I, yeah. I don't like yeah. that. I, it's, yeah. it's unfair to the kid. It's unfair to, I don't know. It's, it's, it goes back to, again, children being used as social capital or currency. Well, and, and, sorry. We're both. Like if, if, if the child were able to have like a, a full on conversation and it's like right. the child, the child's being taken to a place where the child isn't wanted. How's the child feel about being right. and not unwanted out of like spite, but it's like 
you'd be like the only kid there and I don't know, whatever. But I, so I, just I to like wrap this. up the, yeah, just to wrap up the little topic here, it says, so, so my fiance saw the whole thing and thought that it was funny, but my parents and Chris are livid beyond measure. They're telling everyone about the amount of disrespect and mockery I had displayed towards them. And I'm be being told to quote unquote fix it now so i would say none of you guys are invited to the wedding yeah you're, we're, we're eloping at the courthouse <laughs> oh it's, that's awful there you go uh, okay so um board panda uh article it says um you almost you almost always get forced to work when everyone else gets time off this is 30 women get honest about the toughest and best part of not having kids if it's 30 people, yeah, this is a long thing. I, there's no way I can go through week. this. Yeah, we might just dive into this later. So <laughs> um, interesting. All right, so let's keep going. Uh, this is from BuzzFeed.com. Oh, this is one I really wanted to discuss. It'll fall. Okay. But Okay. So child-free adults share what their lives look like as they've gotten older, and it's brutally honest. Can uh, we end that on a cliffhanger? Da -da -da. Tune in next week when we discuss it. <laughs> We can, yeah. I mean, there's because this this is something that that's really fascinating because not enough people share what it's like to age child free. Yeah, right. Like we're only middle age. I don't know if you can consider forties middle age. Uh, for forties and you twenty. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what that's what the kids say. But, or, okay. By kids, I mean old people like us. So. <laughs> Um, um, anyway, so th that yeah, great place, okay. to end. that that ends uh, Twick this week in child free with. Cody and Lenora. There we go. This is our right. first try of this. So yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're just dipping good. our toes in. So um, if you have ideas, thoughts, if you see an article you'd like us to to look at, take a dive into, send it to us at childfreemedia at gmail.com, mm -hmm. childfreemedia at gmail.com, and we'll uh, consider taking a look at it. And um, in the future, we, we might. I don't know. Is it more fun to watch our blind review on this? Or do you I, want I to actually like going figure in blindly. it out? I think it is kind of fun. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we'll know after we do a few of these. We'll know, we'll yeah, know if we'll, it's working We'll figure it out. People, people will tell us. They'll be like, yeah, exactly. you guys are terrible. Please read this in advance. <laughs> Cody, Cody, please learn to read. And also, um, <laughs> I was going to say, did you, I remember in school and say, like, look at the sentence as a whole, as you're reading, look at the words in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Well, I just got excited seeing some of the topics. It's like, oh, I have yeah. a thought in my head and I have to discuss it right well, now. And cool. But anyway. So anyway. I kind of like going in blindly personally, but yeah. We'll 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 figure it out. But yeah, let us know for sure in the comments. Um so we got uh V jumping in here. I I yeah, this is um well actually both of well, all all of our comments are really good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh just thanks to us. Yep, and you're welcome, and thanks to everyone for tuning in. Uh We'll, we'll just wrap things up here. Lenore, do you have anything to add in closing? No. Uh, <laughs> again, you can reach us. Oh, check us out at uh, childfreemedia.com. And uh, this will be available in podcast form. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you. Uh, replays available. Oh, uh, last minute question. Are you antinatalist? Personally, I am not. No. I'm pro-choice. I, I, am, I am neither, but I'm also not a pro-natalist. I, I guess. What, what's the indifferent natalist? Indie, indie natalist? Ooh, can we just make question. one up? See, I, I'm pro-choice. People can yeah. choose what they want to do. Um, I've yeah. chosen not to have children. I'm not anti-natalist. Uh, I, I understand and appreciate some of the ideas presented, but I, that, that's a really good question. We have to figure that out. Mm. Um, the, well, okay. it, it, we did do a segment on it in the uh, child-free convention. So right, that's yes, available for the, view uh, in, on indie our... Natalist. <laughs> in, in what? Yeah, Indian, Indian. I, I just said Indian natalist. Okay. So yeah, okay. maybe may, go viral with it. Go for it, Jay. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the, the questions, everyone that jumped in. And uh, yeah, enjoy it. And it is, it's, it's called Twick This Week in Child Free. It doesn't mean we're going to necessarily do it every week, but it, we, we might, might be back future. next if week. Yeah. It, if it becomes super popular, who knows? But, you know, we'll dive back in later and, and yeah. bring up some more fun topics and have some fun with it. So yeah. All right. We'll catch it. you guys later. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.